Hello and welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I'm Anna Harding. And I'm Ali Bailey. You're listening to episode number 37. And Mister, this is a sense of deja vu for me and Anna. Deja vu. Should we call it 37B? 37B, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell them what I did, Anna? Do you want to tell them what you did, Ali? Well, everybody, we were just recording the podcast like you do, and my computer made noise and said, full. So I uh, emptied the bin mm-hmm. um, and emptied the Zoom folder and then just pressed record again. And in doing mm. that, I managed to delete 40 minutes of the podcast recording. Yes. So where are we doing it? This is take two. And it's like, if we hadn't told you, you would never know because we're actually even going to stitch on the 20 minutes that we do have to the end of this. So if there's any repetition, that's why. Yes, if there's any repetition, that's why. <laughs> so just if there's said. any repetition, that's why. Yes, if there's any repetition, that's why. We could do this all day. <laughs> we could, we could, but let's not. Let's let's get into it. But actually, um, despite the fact that... Um, you have caused a momentous, monumentous kerfuffleback this week, Ali. One, I forgive you for that, but two, I don't think we can be friends anyway because I did have a bone to pick with you. Oh. Also, oh. did you just say it was oh. episode 37? Yeah, it's 38. It's 38. <laughs> it's 38. Episode. Hey, everyone, it's episode 38. <laughs> um, we're, both, okay. we're both now at the back end of 14, 15 hour days. So I would say that this is probably. Oh, shit. Yes, I have been teaching since six o'clock this morning. Yeah, me um, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, had a bone, bone to pick, pick with you. Go yeah. on, then. Pick it. Pick that bone. Pick it right up. Pick it. Pick it. Pick it real good. Massive? No. I am. Um, Picket Jungle is massive. That's a good one. Wicked, wicked. Went to, I went to Bristol at the weekend. Why did I go to Bristol, Ali? Uh, because you wanted to meet the bog trotting bridesmaid, Damien Hall. <laughs> no, I heard he wanted to meet me. In fact, he queued to meet, not me, the podcast he did, pet. He did queue to, <laughs> did he queue to meet the podcast pet? Apparently so. Did he? <laughs> No, it's just a rumour. It's a rumour, but I'd like to start it. I love it. He queued <laughs> up to meet the podcast pet. Amazing. Um, so I was uh, at your book launch, Ali, in Bristol, and it was a fantastic evening. Really, really lovely. Catching up with loads of people, seeing lots of lovely runners, hearing you talk about yourself as per usual. <laughs> a narcissist like surrounded this. by enablers. Like That's this. me. Self-obsessed, so and so you are. Um, Damien Hall interviewed you, and um, and I thought he was very good. From one journalist to another, um, I was yeah, really. Um, I was going to say really impressed, but that sounds really condescending. Like he wouldn't have known what he was doing. He's been a journalist for a while. Oh, he's good, isn't he? he does try, doesn't he? He's he writes those little very, fanzines. Very good. Running, the running fanzines he writes for. His um his line of questioning was excellent and he did some like this or that's with you and this is where the issue lies because Ali during the this or that Damien asked you blur or oasis and you chose oasis and what did you call blur um a posh boy band because they are a posh boy band okay so you they can't make good music Mm, uh, I think they're making better music now. I think the narcissist is a tune because I am a narcissist. So, <laughs> and um, so I think they actually make better music now. 
But the thing is, Oasis were a better band because the band is like a like a rock band. They were a better rock band. They're funnier. They're not a band better. anymore, though, are they? No. They've split up and they'll never get back together. So everyone just needs to let go of that. I reckon they will when they get offered oh. like five billion dollars. Fine, great, but until that point, I just find them a little bit obsessed. <laughs> that was. Again, probably the, I like them. Where at the moment? Where at the moment? Um, <laughs> the other issue that I had as well, and I genuinely don't know if we can be friends anymore. Yeah, you guys talk about Harry Potter. Damien asked you, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, and what did you say? Neither. It's both of them a huge waste of time. Oh, my God. What's yours then? Either. I like them both. Probably like Harry Potter more, though. Why? Lord of the Rings has got too many like words in it, like the J.R.R. Mm. Tolkien. I, I like think. Game of Thrones. Oh, well, I don't dwarf mind. sex and killing. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any dwarf sex in Game of Potter? No. I tell you what, though. No. Once I was driving along after a race, so this is running related. Running related, and I was in Oxford, and my friend said to me, "Guess what I saw this morning in Oxford?" I went, "What?" He went, "People playing Quidditch." Oh, yes, went, that's a thing. Fucking hell! The actual grown adult humans playing Quidditch. That that okay? So I um when I was working as a a journalist in Wait, Newcastle, in a cocktail bar. This is, this is becoming a thing now. Every single episode. I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. I, I have been a waitress in a cocktail bar. When I was working as a journalist in Newcastle, uh, not quite as catchy, We I did a story when Quidditch first became like a university-recognised like society. And no, it was no, like... No, 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 stop. There's just for people playing Quidditch. So you're telling me that this is a univ that there's actually leagues and stuff where people are playing yeah. Quidditch. Yeah. Right. So I reported on right. it from like Durham. Right. Which looks so... like Hogwarts. I I'm not saying I agree with this, by the way. I like the Harry Potter stories and I like the theme of it all, but I do not approve of make believe sports. Honestly, like what the fuck? Is a Quidditch shoot like supposed to fly? Yeah, exactly. That's what so I'm isn't saying. It just, like, isn't it just... They're like gallop game? around. Is it lacrosse? It's a bit like lacrosse. Anyway, I think it's lacrosse tell you what makes me visual. lacrosse. Makes me lacrosse. I don't like Harry Potter. I don't like Lord of the Rings. I don't like fun, happiness. I don't like elves or dwarves or orcs. I'm not a fan of World of Warcraft. And but I do like Game of Thrones. Okay. 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 Fine. Happy now? I think there's quite... There'll be quite a cross-section of our podcast who do like harry potter i've just got i was actually driving today in my car and i started to think oh my god have i alienated people by saying that i hate harry potter and um yeah and wandy mcwan face and i just worry yeah. about it for about three and a half minutes and then i stopped worrying about it <laughs> <laughs> right shall we get into the actual pod oh yeah i thought we were in it what's your get, what's your win on. what's your win so my win, I alluded to this briefly last week. Um, I'm back running. Yes, she's back. She's back in the game. She's back in the game. So when I went down to Bristol, I went to the Upwards Canal place. Devises. Correct. Yeah. To get my park run queue at Quaker's Walk, which was marvellous. It was a three-lapper, which I actually quite enjoyed because... Um, I think I prefer them to two lappers because although you're running the same distance, which for me, 5K is quite a lot at the moment. Um, 5K is quite a lot for a lot of people. Well, yeah, I know. Probably not listening to an ultra pod, but who knows? 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Each their own. We're all different. I think um, park runs harder than a lot of ultras because you've got to actually put some effort in. <laughs> yeah, and also people are watching, so you have to like run all the time. Yeah, I know. It's a <laughs> Although, and that's okay. That's not it's true. To eat. And if you that's need a poo, true. you have to go in a toilet. You can't just go on the edge of the thing. That is true. Um, uh, yeah, I like a three lapper because although it meant that there was like an uphill slope three times, uh, the laps are over quicker, which means that you finish quicker you don't you obviously do it in the same amount of time but it like feels like it goes quicker i mean yeah when was the last time you ran three laps of anything ali can't remember a oh, backyard probably or like one of paul's oh, yeah. races one of paul's races oh I, yeah, yeah 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 i'm not a lap friend i'm not a friend of the lap I'm no like, and that not that fun. lap at the big bear ultra ding 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 ding, ding, ding. paul album mention mm-hmm. uh the big bear laps are like 5k or just over anyway so that's like a long lap so there's a really good race in um dorset called the ox and that's 10 miles a lap five 10 more laps 50 and that's i think salsi might be that actually so uh, big bear salsi ding 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 ding. big bear canuck is um 10 mile laps because i did that one last year love love a a 10 mile lap because 10 mile laps you forget things so you and you can spot different things every time so i like a big lot a big lap but i'm not a fan of little laps okay very little ones but to me and it's all relative to me my little lap is like a big lap at the moment so it's quite nice and so you finished that without any pain yeah there was no pain and I was really happy and um I yeah feel great I'm back back at it which just feels it feels really nice because to be honest like I was so I was really like worried, which sounds ridiculous because no, you... I don't think it is ridiculous because I think sometimes when you're in a situation that's extremely new, it's nice to have something that you're used to be to be able to cuddle into, and running is like your thing to cuddle into. Yeah, it's true, and I was concerned that that was going to be the end of running in my pregnancy, and like I'm still, I still got like so. This, actually, I'll bring this up. I still got like twenty weeks left to go, so that's still quite a long time. That is what? five months. Can you remind me of the, the, the date? Is it in June? 22nd of June, I'm June. Okay, cool. I'm on the spine then, so I have to make sure that I can run from where I am to the hospital so that I can hold my baby. Okay. I was going to say I'll bring her to you. <laughs> okay, you just I'll just bring out. her to you. Perf, perf. Um, oh, yeah, no, I'm literally, I'll, I'm going to go in, have the baby, and then come straight back out and go and run on the trails. That's what we do, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, do. That's what social media tells you that you do. Yeah, yeah. 10k straight off the bat baby <laughs> out I'm off for a run later no. um but yeah so I just wanted to bring this up because um Ali questions about babies do make me laugh so much and this is a bit of an Ali question about babies but I'm preempting it so Ali I'm 20 almost 21 weeks pregnant mm. so that's five months mm. babies are born between 40 and 42 weeks mm. which means I've got like 20 to 21 weeks left to go i got 21 weeks to go yep that's five months right if you add the two together how many months is that 10 months so that's how preg- how long you're pregnant for how long Ten did months. you think how long did you think that women were pregnant for ali because i thought it was nine three or four years <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was nine as well where the fuck has this extra month come from because i tell you what i did not sign up for it and i'm fuming so did someone say what <laughs> exactly 42 weeks is what they'll let you go up to which is 10 and a half months 
you know, I think that's what happened to me because I was massive when I came out and well overdue. Were you? Mass- I was ten and a half pounds. What? Yeah, I was. That's like a, a fucking, toddler. I was like a goblin squat. <laughs> like, yeah, I was massive, fat I was, bastard. I was training someone tonight, and I gave them, I gave them some lateral lunges with a um, kettlebell, and I said, "Oh yeah, they're just like those gobble squats." Gobble so that's squats. the new thing. <laughs> yeah, gobble squats. Um, well, yeah, anyway. I was a bit of a fat bastard, but that's interesting. Does, is everybody's ten months? Yeah, everybody is pregnant for ten and a half months, unless they have a premature baby. What the? You heard it no. here first, everybody. Informative and interesting, and exactly. intellectual, and, and maths. Truth, truth, truth is what truth it is. Truth bombs all over the shop. Give us a win, Ali. I have made it big. I'm a massive celebrity. Well, because we know that I have got my own fake biography on Amazon. Now, I know we've already mentioned the fact that we've recorded this already, but <laughs> this is genuine laughter because I know Why that are you this laughing? is your, That's I know jealousy. That this is your win. It is I already win. know that this is your win. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. This is like, incredible. What? <laughs> Tell us Grace more. Grace Isabel. Grace <laughs> Isabel has written a book called Ali Bailey Biography Book. <laughs> Journey to ultra running and resilience over mental breakdown. That's this tagline. And on the front is a picture of me and I've got long blonde hair and I am wearing shorts and I look amazingly good. As you can see, Anna, I look like maybe I'm about 21. Yeah. So you look like you're maybe competing in some sort of post high school athletics meet. But my number pins to your chest. It's strange. It looks like AI number. Yeah. I don't understand why that is. Anywho, when you look, I'm like, this looks really, really, really good. Do you want me to to read you the book overview? I'd love you to. How many pages is it, Ali? It's 28 pages long. (laughs) It's 12.99. What? Yeah. Take a thrilling journey with Ali Bailey biography book, a compelling story (laughs) of Ali Bailey's perseverance, victory and unwavering spirit. This engrossing biography explores Ali's unwavering quest for perfection in the realm of ultra running, where each stride serves as evidence of her unwavering resolve. (laughs) Along with the miles, Ali's moving tale of battling mental breakdowns comes to light, revealing the genuine vulnerability that lies underlying her athletic brilliance. This story threads across the highs and lows of triumphs and personal challenges to offer a realistic picture of a woman who faces her inner demons in addition to conquering ultra marathons. Journey through ultra running and resilience is a moving journey that goes beyond the world of athletics to reveal the human spirit's ability to persevere and grow stronger. Brace yourself for a story about Ali Bailey's incredible life that will move, inspire and transform you forever. Right. Can I just ask, is that just a mishmash of words? Because I lost you like well, like at halfway and the number of times it said unwavering, I was like, what? Unwavering quest, unwavering <laughs> resolve. <laughs> incredible unwavering life i hope i hope the book is written better than the blur i think the book is written by ai i don't think it's written by a human person oh currently sales right two million five hundred forty four thousand nine hundred and eleven i wish it said how many copies that is it's not very many um mine my actual book is currently in the top 200 so that gives you an idea now um the thing about this book is my friend Kirsty, my publisher, got quite angry and she's, and she's off, she put in a cease and desist because she's worried people are going to buy it. Two people <laughs> have left reviews and those reviews um, are unauthorised and rubbish. They shouldn't be being sold on Amazon. And this is an AI book that is not related to AB's newly released book regarding walls or lack of them. That's my favourite review. <laughs> so, 
uh <gasps> i've it turns out from reading that book that i won western states that's what it says what? in the book the one that's what it says in the book Congratulations. There's a whole That's page so cool. where it's like, despite all of her mental difficulties, Ali went into went on to do and win the Western States endurance race. So thank you, everybody. I've won the Western States. I'm going to take it with me when I meet Beth Pascal because she probably won't believe me. And I'm going to just show her. That in the, it says it in my official biography. You should give her a signed copy of it. Where the picture on the front looks a bit like her, a lot more like her. Than yes, actually. So I'm thrilled. Please don't go and buy that book, everyone. I'm really begging you not to buy it because we don't want to encourage them. But I do think it's quite funny and I'm very much enjoying it. Thank you. That's so funny. Mm. That is so funny. Good, isn't it? <sighs> what's, your, what's your grim? What's the grim things have happened? So nothing grim has happened to me, but my grim, I think, is kind of tied into my get in the bin. Mm. Mm. So I took a screenshot. I do this and like put it in my notes to, to remind myself to talk about it on the pod. Unfortunately, I've put no context with this screenshot this week. So <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Um, apart from the fact that when I look a little bit closer, there's a nice bunch of flowers and uh, a fundraiser of the year award winner. I think it says like star awards or something. So if that's you, I've screenshotted this from your Instagram story and it's, um, the TV programme, the chatty one, with the bloke who's like real life Alan Partridge. Um, that maidly chap. Yeah, that's one. And the woman who used to be on with Piers Su- Morgan. Susie Mc- Susanna Reid. Hazes. That's it. Susanna Reid. Um, can you tell that I don't watch these programmes? No. Um, what's that I'm TV like... programme they're on? Good this morning, morning Britain. Not this morning. Good, good morning, morning Britain. Britain. I think it's good, good morning, morning Britain. Britain. And um, the tagline, the little strap of the discussion that they're having, bearing in mind, I haven't seen it, but I know what they're talking about, is um, fines for weeing in the woods, question mark. So it's a I... slow news day on Good Morning no, I did, I did a bit of digging. I bet Maidley was outraged. I bet outraged he was. I'd like was. to have actually seen what he'd said about it. No, I'd... do you think he was outraged about weeing in the woods? Probably outraged about having his knob out in the woods, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that, but take that back. Allegedly, <laughs> having his knob out in the woods. <laughs> Allegedly, never happened. I don't. Ooh, um, what's, the, what's the deal then with weeing in the woods? Are we, so, we're not allowed to do okay. that anymore then. So we're not allowed to, no, we are not allowed to do that anymore if we live in, and this is a real place, by the way, because it's somewhere where I have to report on when I work out of the Milton Keynes office. Um, it is Show Some Decorum Borough Council. Decorum is an actual place. It's like, it's not a county, it's in Hertfordshire, but it's like a zone of Hertfordshire. Is it like, does it, does it not, is it actually on the map or is it like Soho? You know how Soho is not on the map, it's just an area. Is it not? No, Soho doesn't exist. It's just an area. Right. They give it out a name. It's a borough. It's like, it's a district. Mm, So yeah, probably like I would say, I would say with 90 percent confidence that you can't go to decorum like uh, the place right but you could go to the district but you also it's can't wee, like... you can't we outside in a wood in decorum either no because you'll get and i'll tell you what it's just as well that decorum doesn't stretch just over the border to wendover because it's well close to what wendover. well close to wendover so all you lot running wendover woods don't piss in there 80 <laughs> don't 88... piss on the hill 
No, 88 Trickles quid. into decorum. 88 what? pounds is the fine. 88 pounds. Why is it 88 pounds? Is it less if you pay early? I wonder if it's like something plus that, because that seems like an odd number. Or maybe it's because it's like... Um, or maybe it? it's because that's a shortfall of the local council that year and they need to make it up. I don't know. Like, vertical ball bags. Have they 88. Vertical <laughs> ball bags, 88. Have they um, <laughs> actually arrested anyone? Has anyone actually paid the fine? So, two people were caught. Right. But the men, the men, they, they, they were caught in the act. So you can't, like, deny it they were just having got, a piss you're not about having a piss you, yeah. yeah but basically what the council is saying is that they were littering which is the thing that blows my mind because that's not litter we is not litter a shitter would be a litter a shitter's <laughs> a litter unless but, you pick it up they could make posters that say that yeah um but we isn't. And honestly, no. I'm a bit confused about this because the thing is, I've heard, read, seen that we're not allowed to wee in woods anymore, certain woods, because our wee is making the woods ill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, well, it's baby, true. Trees because... not teased, please get into contact about this. But but we're not all loads of us weeing. It's not like there's a wee fandango going on. Like, like Glastonbury, where there are signs up that say don't wee because you'll like kill the farm yeah because the farm is small and it's surrounded by like gullies and the and like there's 250,000 people on the site so if everybody pisses in the bushes it's going to go into the water system and that mm-hmm. that it goes into the cow's bellies so and, oh, then, yeah. and then the milk comes out like it's really not great so pissy milk pissy, pissy milk, milk? <laughs> pissy milk no one wants Glastonbury pissy milk and they make cheese there now as well um so uh, gone off pissy milk yeah, they sell it in co-ops. It's called Glastonbury Cheddar. It's really nice. Maybe it's it tastes like piss. Milk. Yeah, it smells <laughs> a bit. It smells a bit. What's the stuff that's in piss? <laughs> Fucking hell, we're tired. Oh. What's what is piss? It's not acidic. It's the other one. It's alkaline, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it is it's alkaline. I think. Is it? Yeah, because if you piss on it, you can wee on people that have been stung by. Jellyfish. I've never. I've. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say, I've never peed on a... Person. No, never peed on a person. But I was also going to say, I've never peed on a litmus paper. Oh, where did that come from? Per- have you ever had a person pee on you? No. Oh, no. Not in a sexual way and not no, in a not non-sexual in a sexual way. way. In an accidental way. No. Keep your piss to yourself, peeps. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, don't piss I... in the woods. Well... Interestingly, there's a lawyer who's in this article. So this has all like been churned up mm. uh, and in the news lately. And there's a lawyer that says, actually, you can't, there's no, you've got no leg to stand on. You have if you're pissing. You need your legs to stand on. Um, <laughs> because uh, uh, to be, for it to be litter, it has to be capable, capable of causing or leading to defacement and also must be left behind. Okay. It's you're getting the bin, so why is it you're getting the bin? Do you not agree with this? Yeah, I don't agree with it because what are we going to do? Like, as a pregnant woman who is running and has been told many a time by other pregnant women that soon when I'm running, I'm going to need a wee every five minutes. Yeah, bad times. Literally, that's what stops some women from running during pregnancy is because they need a wee so bad all the time. It's not worth going out. 
And during menopause, it turns out, because somebody on the pod Facebook page has said to us, I asked people, what would they like us to cover in the pod? And somebody has asked us to cover this thing, which I'm trying to look up now because I don't want to get it wrong, but I've never heard of it before. And it is basically um, us ladies with GSM, genitourinary syndrome of menopause, not talked about, but we have to manage it. Wish more spoke about it and feel that you should cover this topic. Um, Basically, I think it's managing constant UTIs, constant peeing yourself when you're yeah. running. So yeah. I don't know a lot about this, but I will find out more. It's, and um, yeah, that sounds horrendous. It's that urge to go as well. Yeah. So it's not even just like, it's it's not even the actual act of like having to go as in like you've got wee to come out. Like it's that need to wee, you know, like when you have a UTI. Mm. So even that if you don't horrendous. actually need to go. So yeah, so my it's my get in the bin because I think that it's ridiculous that the council are making £88 a pop off each wee when actually, you know, they better not listen to this podcast because I bet there's an awful lot or, or, or know who's listening to the podcast or come and follow our followers on Instagram because I bet a very large proportion of them have all pissed in the woods at some point. I think everybody, I think every runner has ever, has always, has every runner ever, every trail runner ever has pissed in the woods at some point. White acclaim. We ought to do a poll. <laughs> Pod poll. Um, okay. Oh. Well, everybody be careful. Be careful out there. Don't yeah. get one of those yellow stickers stuck on your head as you're pissing because that's no. embarrassing. Or on your back because that's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Or on your beautiful like if you're squatting ticket. down. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> on the arse. What's that? Oh. As you're wiping your wee, like as if you wipe your wee, wheel drip dry. It's a sticker. It's a little yellow ticket. Um, But also, I suppose, like, you know, if it's litter, then you, and they're saying you can't leave your wee behind, then maybe we need to expand the shit kit. To a nappy kit. Yeah. Or, as Marie Run Ultra, runs Ultra, sorry, Marie. As Marie Runs Ultra got in touch with us and sent us the Code Brown bag as a potential sponsor for the pod. Which I think I is think a great it's fit. Genius. Yeah. Do you want to hear what the code brown bag is? It's so uncool. <laughs> Please, Valaforte, I'm begging you. Yeah, tell me <laughs> what the code brown bag is. By all means. Code brown bag is a pocket sized hygiene kit. Oh, is it pocket sized? It looks like. Why big. did I say hygiene? Hygiene. <laughs> hygiene. Hygiene. Hygiene, hygiene kit hygiene kit yeah. um is it pocket sized i mean i don't know for scale again it's a screenshot of an instagram story if you're gonna but, put a shit in it i imagine it's quite large well yeah so it's got like a little resealable bit at the top and a picture of a runner and a picture of a portaloo and it contains what color is it brown oh. the code brown bag mm. contains three butt napkins <laughs> Is that just tennis shoes? Yeah. Two two antiseptic cleansing towelettes. One hand three dry wipes, two wet wipes. One hand sanitizing wipe. Yeah. One anti-chafing ointment. Ooh, ointment. Ointment and one disposable bag. Shit kit. It's just a fancy shit kit. It's a branded shit kit. How much is it? Do we know? I don't know. I'm going to just get up on Amazon while you're talking. It's by, it's, I think it's by the same company that makes butt napkins. But making this stuff. I know. Can you imagine going on a date and then being like, so what do you do? 
Oh, I I make butt napkins. But I make butt napkins. Yeah, well, I know somebody that makes fucking bomb gel, don't I? I can't find it on Amazon. No. When you search butt napkins, these really cool metal posters come up with a raccoon holding out some toilet roll. that, And it says, your butt napkins, my lady. And I would quite like to order one of these to put in my downstairs toilet. When I say downstairs toilet, I only have one toilet, but I call it the downstairs toilet because it's downstairs. I'll tell you what I have found. I found some gangster code brown emergency underpants. Oh, good God. Yeah, they look good, actually. Quite good. Gangster code brown commandos emergency underpants in a can. Three pairs. Instant undies. Wow. (laughs) Maybe we should get some of them as well. I found butt napkins. Have you? Perfect. But I can't find the code brown bag. Me neither. I think the code brown bag might be a... um, spoke yeah you can get a 30 pack of butt napkins for 13 pounds we could just buy a roll of toilet paper <laughs> yeah like loads of toilet paper <laughs> sorry everyone this uh, this podcast is anyway quite uh quite uh toilet thomas isn't it it's good yeah let's ca- let's carry on let's let's carry on with it then no let's move on my grim is that this week i was the subject of a uh of hate a hate attack in my own home I was targeted what? by somebody. Yep. Not only have I got not only have I got my own fake autobiography, but I was also targeted by a maniac. Uh I got home from somewhere and there was a package outside my house under my table, unidentified, hadn't ordered it, didn't know what it was. Pickle was barking at it, picked it up. It was wrapped in like black sort of tarpaulin, like the sort of stuff you'd wrap a body in. Uh I opened <laughs> it uh very carefully. It uh filth to be quite frank it was disgusting uh it it contained a biscoff on the go um dipperoni of oh, yeah. red sticks and some brown smeary bit like that thing you put in your mouth there I was yeah gonna say, it sounds really similar to what i'm like saying a, like a duncan's but with horrible like a dairy brown dunker. Stuff. yeah mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. it had a tube of biscoff uh milk chocolate um sandwich biscuits and it Whoa. had a jar of lotus biscoff uh thick brown stuff and a and a note scrawled in a childlike writing that I couldn't make out. It was just too spidery. So I put that back in the envelope and I took that to the police station along with the rest of it. Except the thing I didn't take to the police station was the Lotus Biscoff cream chocolate biscuits because I ate all of them in one go <laughs> because they were really nice. <laughs> but Ali, when you contacted me about this... You mm. put it on our pod Instagram as well, and it turned out that you were not the only victim. No, I'm not the only victim. Tell me about the other victims. Well, apparently, the, oh, the only thing I could make out of the scrawl were the words, thank you, Big Bear and Paul. Oh. Oh. And I got some uh, actual messages back from people saying they'd been emailed by this man, uh, and he has sent them threatening emails uh, telling them to meet him in various parks Taking money out of people's accounts, <laughs> force feeding them flapjacks. <laughs> Paul Alban is his name. Paul Alban rings a bell. <laughs> and then I, and then you got home, and I think you'd received some sort of threatening package as well. I did, and it completely matched yours. In fact, mine wasn't threatening in the slightest. It was a really lovely gesture. I also got a lot of biscoff, and um, some. Biscoff vanilla cream biscuits, which were also delicious, and I also ate all in one go. Um, Those are uh, the food of champions because Damon Hill, the international ultra running bridesmaid, um, Damien Paul, 
Damon Hill, he told me that when he did the spine and it didn't go badly for him and it went well, the good spine, he that's how he caught up with Jack. He said he ate three whole tubes of those. So that was for what, 12, 24, 36 biscuits and he won. Is that how many biscuits are in there? 12? Yeah. I ate all I of ate. them in a sitting. And like, it wasn't okay, even an hour. <laughs> it too. wasn't even an hour. It was no. about 40 minutes. Oh, yeah, fine. Mine was less than that. Um, yeah, no, I I love this. One, very kind of you to send us um, gifts, Paul. Thank you very much. But two, Ali, you're, I think, coming round to the idea that Biscoff isn't the devil. Listen, I've been misquoted and misrepresented, right? Because I was talking about the biscuits, you know, the silly biscuits, the hairdresser biscuits. The hairdresser biscuits. The fans, yeah, and everyone hates them. The crumbly biscuits that crumbled on fucking everything. They're like, very they're boring. Crumbled, they're crumbled everywhere. Like, you find them yeah. everywhere. So, um, literally fucking everywhere. So, I don't like, no one likes those. But no. The spread. But the spread. Have you tried the spread? Yeah, I did put a spoon in the spread. I thought, wonder what this tastes like? And I put a spoon in it and then I took a whole spoonful and went, that was nice. Then I had another spoonful. And then <laughs> on my third spoonful, I realised I was a 42-year-old divorced single woman standing in my kitchen eating Biscoff spread on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon with a spoon. And I thought, hmm, I think you better put that away, love. <laughs> so I did. But it oh was delicious. It was so delicious. Pickle it likes is. it too. Pickle loves it's it. Cool. So Neil mm. was making uh, Ralph a Kong once and a Kong being like the rubbery thing that you put oh, food yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Lebebe's got one of them. The benefit of the listener who doesn't know what a Kong is. Um, so it basically, it takes them ages to like lick the insides of it to just keep them quiet. So I normally put some like food and some peanut butter in there for him. So Neil was making Ralphie a Kong one night and the peanut butter was next to the Biscoff Lotus Biscoff uh-huh. spread. And Ralphie nearly got a Biscoff spread Kong. Luckily, Neil realised what he was doing when he could smell the Biscoff and not the peanuts. Um, so Ralphie did not eat it. But Ralphie uh, yeah. would have ripped that Kong into a million bits. I know that they, they and then been high as a fucking yeah, kite. He would have off the sugar. Yeah, pickle was just like, "What the heck is that, mummy?" I was like, "That is not for you." She said, "That is like peanut butter on crack in it," and I'm like, "Yes, darling, you're not having that. <laughs> no way." She was like salivating. Oh my uh, god! So, yeah, maybe so, yeah. I should take it out the next time she decides to go and chase a pheasant or something. Just throw maybe. the biscoff spread at her. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thank you, Paul, for bringing Ali round to the ways of the biscoff spread. Now try it on some bagels with blueberries. I don't want to enter the realm of this. Okay. I've had it once. I don't want it. I don't want it again. It's great food. What about on ultra? Just a little I spoonful. I still here, don't agree with Biscoff being forced down our throats. Okay. Fine. Okay. If I want Biscoff down my throat, I'll force it down myself with a spoon. <laughs> 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 uh, right. Might get in the bin very quickly. Oh, very quickly. Get in the bin. Might get in the bin yeah. Is uh, client ghosting. I've been ghosted by a couple oh. of clients this week and they have just vanished off the face of the earth and they're not contacting me anymore. I don't know if they're dead. I don't know what they're doing, but I am. It's. It's, I'm just asking you, listener, as someone that probably has a coach, not to ghost your fucking coach. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it very much. Oh, my God. Isn't it so weird when it happens? Yeah. It is weird. And I wish that I was that person who could just be like, oh, it's fine. Just pay me the money and fuck off. I don't care. But actually, mm. I do care. And and I'm like, where the hell are you? And they're like, yeah. are you suddenly going to come back and ask for like 96 coaching calls all in a row because you haven't had any? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a weird feeling and also like like you said like at some point you're like are you dead like do i need to send some kind of help like what's 
or the worst don't you like me anymore why don't you like me you feel like a needy girlfriend don't you you are or the needy ex at this rate hey i thought you said we were gonna like what do stuff together and like hang out hey i'm waiting for you on zoom (laughs) okay you've obviously forgotten but i'll call back again in five minutes it's like that and you send them an email and they don't reply. So you go back onto their client profile and you get their phone number and you send them a WhatsApp and they don't reply. And then you yeah, find them on Facebook Instagram and page. send them a Facebook <laughs> messenger. <laughs> okay, you all right? Huh? Hello? Hi. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? The gym doesn't okay. do that to me. I haven't been to the gym for like five, six weeks. They haven't sent me any emails. That's because you literally pay to keep their lights on. <laughs> I know I will be going back to the gym though next week. And it's going to be horrible. But um, yeah, but like that's how you should see it, isn't it? It's like you've paid your money. It's up to you to book your calls. Like, yeah, you know, they don't have to chase yeah. you. But I do feel terrible. It's just fucking weird. weird. It is very strange. Very, very odd. Very odd. Right. Playlist. Playlist. Hey, you know when you have a baby? Yeah. You're allowed to listen to music in the um, birthing room. Yeah, you have to. Well, you don't have to, but you you are encouraged to create a playlist, and that's well, genuinely lucky for you. We stressing me out. One. No, <laughs> it's stressing me out because like some people say that they can't listen to like certain songs ever again. Did my you say sister, that about your sister? My sister can't listen to the Coldplay. Yeah, because of great can't. She just can't. So, what would I, I feel? Yeah, what would I, I listen to in the birthing suite? Mm, that's a hard one. Mm. I'm going to ask the listeners what they would listen to in the birthing suite. Anywho, uh, I put Here Comes the Hot Stepper by Eni Kamosi on this playlist, and I think that'd be a good song for your baby to pop out to. <laughs> Here comes the hot stepper. Birth the rock. I'm the lyric. Birth Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's fine. And I don't care if I, I never listen to that song again after that either. So, fine. Good. Hit me up. Next, anything else? Well, yeah, we had some email from Matt, the doctor, didn't we? The doctor, <laughs> the doctor Matt. So yeah. Matt, client of Ali Bailey's, and uh, not one, one that's third... ghosted me, by the way. No, yeah. one third. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> I've tried to contact you on WhatsApp, on Facebook, on Instagram, on email, and now I'm doing a shout out in our podcast. <laughs> yeah, please come back. Please come back, Matt. Come back. Um... Um... Yeah, so he was a third of the three musketeers at the Seven Valley Ultra as well. So I ran many miles. I say ran, we mostly walked uh, the Seven Valleys with him. So, uh, yeah, we got an email. So nice to see you two last weekend. This is obviously off the back of the run show. Um, Here's my terrible input for the playlist, and I'm hoping that one will make it, winky face. One will make it. Mm. Like sperm swimming towards an egg. How many are there? carry me carry me by the levelers no i don't really know much about the levelers they smell like earth and soil the only thing that i know about the levelers is my cousin once sold me his game boy color and i um it had some writing on it and i thought it said level 11 and i asked him about it it turned out it said level levelers because he liked the band already written it and he scraped it in with a compass yeah, and then gone over it in like Sharpie. Question. Yeah. Do they da, 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 at da, da, school? Da, da. Do they still? Do you still have compasses? I don't know. We need a teacher. We could do with a pod teacher. Can we get a pod teacher to the floor, please? Do they still have compasses? Are Calling they sharp pod compasses? teacher? Or do they just use their vapes? I don't know. <laughs> um, anywho, the level is rubbish. So I'm sorry, but that is an absolute no. I'll go for. I'll put James on there, but I'm not going for the levelers. 
Okay, The Blue, The Green by Lonely The Brave. Although Trick of the Light and Backroads are my favourite songs by them and basically on repeat in my head, Blue Green fits the trail and ultra prompt better. Although I'm never, quote, crashing down the hillside. Unless crashing I down the hillside, I was caught up in the blue and the green. Do you like that, Matt? They're a fucking great band, Lonely The Brave. I worked on that album. Got it top ten. Put it on. Put it on. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to put Trick of the Light on because the blue, the blue, the green okay. is a bit of a sad song because it's about his brother and that's a bit sad. So we're going to have oh. Trick of the Light because that's a tune. Okay, cool. I mean, he says if you don't like either, he has got some more offerings, oh, fuck's which sake. we Here will we whittle through. Um, I Love You by Fontaine's DC as yes. it matches your sign off. Sadly, Jackie down the line doesn't fit the prompt. No. Yes. Well, have I love you? Yes. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Uh, really, or, we're still here. Or... Or for a few weeks more, he says, Winter by the New Model Army. And then he's quoted um, some lyrics. Oh, I dreamed I was running through a wilderness of plenty. Bring me the snowfall. Bring me the cold wind. Bring me the winter. Brackets. Best of luck with the Ark, Ali. It was really hot on the Ark. I was wearing a vest. (laughs) should have had Sun is Shining by Finley Quay play. Thanks, Matt. Oh, yeah. Make it there by Coven. Quote, can you make it there alone? No. And then this one, which... I'm making an executive decision is going on. I will never let you down by Rita Ora. When you say you've had enough and you might just give it up. Oh, oh, I will never let you down. Yeah, what a banger. Then I I nearly went into, and the rainy days are dying. Gotta keep on, keep on trying. Other bees are flying. Gotta keep on, keep on trying. Other bees (laughs) and birds are flying. (laughs) Never realised I will never let you down was a rip off of five. Whoa, whoa. Anywho, hundred percent yeah. yes. I used to work with Rita Ora. Rita I worked Ora. that record. I got that record to number one. Sold three hundred and fifty thousand copies. Thank you. I've got a disc in my toilet. What a lovely woman Rita Ora is. One of I one of, if not my favourite pop star I've ever interviewed, and one of the hardest working women in pop. Brilliant. Really, she is. She is. We love her. Get her on the playlist. Get her well, on the playlist. Right. She Get her on the podcast. In, she was in Sony for some promo and yeah. she wanted to go outside for a cigarette but she yeah. couldn't because opposite yeah. the sony offices were the daily mail offices oh so we had to cover her in coats and take her out the front and she went into the car park and smoked a cigarette under the coats and then came back out again i bet the snappers still fucking got her as well they're all a bunch of absolute seat next tuesdays aren't they they are they are uh, um yeah he says to think i used to be a junglist what the fuck happened matt why does he? I wonder why he likes. I will never let you down by Rita Ora. He's got kids. Maybe that's something to do with it. I don't know. Or maybe he just yeah. loves the work of Rita Ora. Well, he did put in quotes when you say you've had enough and you might just give it up. Oh, I will never let you down. <laughs> so I think it's he was like, just usually on an ultra. You do let yourself down, don't you? Yeah, and you might just give it up. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um. So yeah, there we go. Great. Um, can we have more of those, please? Uh, more of them. Also, more of them. More. One final playlist thing. Yeah. We've uh, we've got a an answer to our. Well, I mean, we're stealing we're stealing features all over the shop here. But our music police mm-hmm. investigators, music detectives. Mm-hmm. On the pod, I was like, "There's a song that goes, I'm alive." The thing is, Anna, it doesn't go like that, does it? It does. It doesn't. Like the version, the one that's was sent to the thing, doesn't sound like that. It does. Does it? I doesn't don't know. it? I don't know. I was like, but what is that? 
I can't remember who sent it in. My phone's not with me and I can't chat. Wasn't it? But... Um, it was Tom Jones, wasn't it? But that's what I was going to say. The version of it was Tom Jones, but that's not the version that I am aware of. So that must be a cover. Yeah. Um, but someone sent it to us. But yes, that is the song. But I wasn't thinking of that version. Well, I'm going to see if there's a Tom Jones version of it. And I'll just add that for now until we come up. Because it was it was on one of the stories and I didn't add it on. Yeah. 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 Um, Cool. Any more for any more on the playlist? Is it Johnny Thunder? Could be. Don't know who Johnny Thunder is. Mm, There's mm. also one by Tommy James from 1968. Oh God, there's just too many. It lies. Hang mm, on, hang God. on. Tommy James, Tom Jones. Sounds a bit. Sounds, sounds a like, bit like an AI like? version. Yes, <laughs> doesn't it? An AI version of Tom. <laughs> Tommy James. Imagine AI versions of us. That'd be awful. Oh, God. The real ones are bad enough. I know. Anyway, keep oh. your tunes and tracks and tunes and tracks coming in. Keep your Top of the Popses coming in because we love them. We love them very much. Yeah. Absolutely. Keep sending them through on Instagram stories. We are at Ultrasound System Pod on Instagram. Send us a little put a tag in your story add the song to it and tell us uh, which song you want added to the playlist correspondence corner correspondence corner correspondence corner we've we've got a jingle coming haven't we <laughs> we've so got a jingle coming and it's nearly finished it's so fucking funny <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, i got an email from you uh, that said if alan partridge did jingles Yes, sorry about that, Fiona. We do take what you do seriously, and we know that you are a professional recording <laughs> artist. All the best. <laughs> Maybe uh, Urban Lonely the Brave could do a jingle. I reckon they would. I reckon if I asked them, they would. Maybe that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, we're not paying them though. No. Okay. No one gets paid to do anything on this podcast. Um, actually, the correspondence begins with an update from the podcast pet. Does it? He's also. He's not getting paid and we're not getting paid to coach him. No, we're not. <laughs> no one's getting paid. <laughs> so fucked so up. It. <laughs> um, so the podcast pet has uh, has dropped in and given us an update on how everything's going. And he his has busy schedule of being hassled in the oh. street and asked for selfies because he's a fucking <laughs> podcast pet. I know. He's kind of a big deal now, guys. And I think we've created a monster. Mm. Should we hear what he's got to say? Yes. Hi, you two. Okay, so podcast pet update. Uh, I've just concluded week 14. I can't quite believe it's gone so quickly, but I've had a really, really quite nice few weeks, really. Um, Last week, so week 13, I did a Big Bear event with the lovely Paul Alban, and I completed my second marathon. I'm so chuffed and proud of myself. (laughs) I don't say that very often, but I really am. And then I've also been going to the, hitting the gym. Uh, Anna has been upping my gym sessions. Um, and I'm definitely feeling a lot more, a lot stronger, doing a lot more, lifting a lot heavier and um, gaining some biceps, which I've never th- thought I wanted in my life. Um, but they're here and I'm quite enjoying them. It's kind of weird, but I like it. So yeah, so, so to sum up the training, it's um, big bear in biceps. There you go. If okay, if the podcast pet was being played in a film, Barbara Windsor would play him. <laughs> young Barbara, young Barbara. 
<laughs> London to Brighton, you say? Poor people usually drive that. That's basically. It's a yeah, I know. That's what I feel like Dean would be like Barbara Windsor. That's the closest I can come to is Barbara Windsor. Also, do you know what Dean told me the other day? Fact. He go said on, go on. that uh, guess who is the man he credits with his sexual awakening? Professor Green. No. <laughs> Are you ready for this? As in who he fancied first. The man who said, who made him realise that actually maybe he was gay. Is he okay with us sharing this to millions yes, he of will listeners? Be. He'll be fine with it. Okay. He said it in front of other people. Go on. Wolf from Gladiators. Oh, he was a bad boy. He was a very bad boy. I'm... I was like, I'm sorry, but what now? I loved Wolf. He's like, yeah. Really, did you? He because after, after, he was naughty. After this admission, um, I did receive a message from Dean. Uh, he said it in front of other people. So and he said, fine. whatever you do, Ali, don't tell <laughs> anybody else. And it said, it says, okay, maybe I misremembered it. <laughs> I mean, that hairline. Oh, my God. I misremembered, too. Yeah, we all did. I queued up outside G&T's in Kinson, which was the equivalent of B&M in the 80s, okay. to meet him for two and a half hours. You met him for two and a half hours or you queued for two and a half hours? I queued up for two and a half hours. And then when I got to meet him, I was too frightened, so I ran away. Oh, my God. I was about nine. That was a big deal for me. Anyway, Dean's great. He's doing well, isn't he? He is doing well, and I'll tell you what, as if he hasn't got enough on his plate already, he's got a new job. What? Yeah. Do what? He's the social, he's the social secretary for the podcast. <laughs> he said one of them is three. There is three of them. Oh, yeah. There's three, three queens. Mm-hmm. The queens. They're actually called the social bitches, but I know that's quite misogynistic, so I won't say it again. So you got Dean. Yep. Dean is in charge of the Northamptonshire area. He's that not, sort of area. No, he's not. No. Midlands. No, he's in charge of that area. The Midlands. Middle, yeah, Middle Earth. Midlands. Middle Earth. Middle Earth. No, not Middle Earth. Yes, Middle, Middle Earth. Earth. No, not Middle Earth. Right? Middle Earth. Not entering to that. You agreed. You agreed. No, I didn't. I've I just didn't. hit my steps goal. I got so excited. <laughs> Great. Middle Earth. So Dean is in charge of Middle Quidditch. Earth. The Quidditch area. Yeah. And... Uh, and then we've got Marie Burton, who's in charge of the Lake District area, the Lake District, yep. and North. And then we've the got north. Chanel, who's in charge of London, the North. So, hang on. So the North, winter's coming. The North, Beyond the wall. Coming. Beyond the wall. Yeah. i tell you what. i tell you who's in charge of my sexual awakening, Jon Snow. Oh. oh I love a bit of Jon oh, Snow. Me too. Oh. Not the newsreader. No. <laughs> Not the newsreader. <laughs> so, yeah, and Chanel is Saf. Death. Get out Dan of my pub. She's London, isn't it? Yeah. So, yes. So, fine. listen. Well, what we've done, right, is we've got these three social secretaries, Chanel, Marie and Dean. Yeah. Now, their jobs is that their job is to find events and then to set up uh, little meetups at those events for pod cat people, for pod listeners. Yeah. So, we set up a Facebook group. Now, this group, we never, we didn't say we didn't want to do Facebook, we don't. But we set up a pet Facebook group just so we can put the events in there. That's and it. the link to the group is in the bio of the Instagram. Okay. And I'm going to make it like known that it's there. We would like you listeners to go and join that group so that you can see what events are going on when and come along. And some of them will be things like London's Brighton Cheer Squad. We're yeah. going to put an event in for that. So join yeah. the event and nearer the time I'll say where we're all going to be. Some of them are going to be races like bing, 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 big bear races. That's what Dean's going to be doing. 
yeah. uh, Grand Tour of Skidore is one of the races that we're all going to try and get to. And if you even if you don't want to do the race, come and volunteer. And then Chanel's going to focus on London-based, at, just outside London, and park runs and little meetups every week, that sort of thing. Yeah. So go in the group, join it. And if you have ideas for races, by all means, put them in the group and let us know because we're interested. Perfect. So don't put your correspondence in there because me and Anna... We're not checking it. We're not checking it. This is just for meetups. And also, if we get any um, people who are giving us discounts for products or races, then Mm -hmm. we can put like a pin post in there that's got all of the information about that as well. And um, yeah, so basically, just we just know that like it's just a lovely community. We know, like, we I don't think, well, I certainly didn't ever expect when we started this podcast that it would like a reach as many people as it does but b like create that sort of common ground for people whereby you know we're actually seeing people meeting up because they've got the pod in common and like making friends and stuff like it's so nice to see people meeting at other races so after the big bear event that we did last year where we had loads of podcasts come and run with us then everybody sort of mingled and got to know each other and they still kind of chat and comment on each other's instagrams and follow Even each sometimes other. you'll just be like looking through the grid and like dean's out with titanium pip yeah. you're like whoa there nelly they, yeah. were, they never knew each other before like and that's the, lo- the lovely thing and even yeah. i had a zoom today with marie and with chanel and with dean about the being social secretaries yeah and they all knew, sort of knew each other and it yeah. wasn't like oh i've got to introduce you all and be like this is this person that's that person and, yeah. they, and everyone likes each other it's so nice Very and i nice. think you know, I'm always really surprised when people come up to me in random places and go, oh, my God, I love the podcast. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. But but they do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was uh, – I really did enjoy Damon Hill meeting you at the book launch because I heard what he said to you, and I was just like, brilliant. What did he say? Absolutely. He said, you're Anna Harding. Oh, I know. Oh, my God, I walked you went, past, oh my... so I nearly walked yeah. past him. I was dying for a wee. And I'd just been chatting Don't go to in the woods. for ages. Don't do it in the woods. I'd been chatting to someone for ages and I was like, I really must go because I need a wee. And I got up to go to the toilet. And as I went to walk past, Damien was chatting to like a few people and he went, it's Anna Harding. And I nearly carried on walking to the toilet and like blanked him. And I was like, oh, I can't blank Damien. So I turned around and the person that I told that I was going to the toilet looked crestfallen that perhaps I had maybe... <laughs> just bumped him off for a better offer which is not what happened I just felt like I cannot snub royalty of ultra so I held that wee and I chatted to Damien I loved it if you just let it go and just dribble down your leg as you're talking to him I mean to be fair that would have been amazing that'll, it'll probably happen at one point at some point I was gonna say one point it'll happen more than once pelvic floor yeah. is something that concerns me but also Hannah Rickman listens to this oh I saw her she today wrote in her spy she wrote in her spine oh, that she listened to us while she was running along. I know, that's. I mean, it's hard enough doing the spine, but listen to us wittering on for Christ's sake. I know. She's a braver, braver gal than most. Did you see her today? Yeah, I had a client call with the winner of the spine challenge herself, and as the call was answered, um, she said, "I've got someone to who wants to say hello to you," and she swung her camera around, and there was Hannah Rickman, and I was like, "Oh my God, you're so famous." They're all hanging around together. I know. Well, I don't have any friends to hang around with. Oh. I've alienated them all by saying I don't like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, Lord oh. of the Rolls. Well, maybe maybe you should revisit and you might no. change your mind. It no. might be like, no. you know, like when you're a kid no. and you don't no. like mushrooms and you don't like olives. 
and then when you're older you like try mushrooms and you try olives and you're like oh, i don't think so. they're fine no 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 <laughs> did anybody else do that does everybody no. else do that no <laughs> no <laughs> did you always like mushrooms? Is there anything... i always like mushrooms i love did them you? i hate yeah. them they were like do you know why i love things. them why? i'm a fun guy <laughs> should we do should we do the podcast at this time of night every week i don't think so i've got a feeling we're losing listeners i can hear a drip <laughs> i think it's the listeners <laughs> tripping down the drain we're sorry everybody hey should we get to the correspondence corner like we said we were going to no we did oh, did we no we haven't talked we about patagonia pete yet right <clears throat> correspondence beep, 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 beep. we've had an email it is from I've got it I found it it's from Nikki 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 there yeah. or Nikki Pointer neither neither Nick neither points. hi Anna and Ali firstly love the pod and I love listening to you chat while I'm out for a long run not today you don't Nikki <laughs> the funny stories and anecdotes always keep me entertained and I love hearing about your different experiences. Isn't it a shame that Nikki won't get to hear her email read out because she's already turned us off? <laughs> because she stood there looking at her phone going, what the fuck? <laughs> I wanted to share an experience I had while running, which could have been horrible, but was actually fine. <laughs> and now I'm, I misread this bit and I was like, I was fuming at one point of this story. So just bear with. All right. Where I live in Berlin, yes, that's right, we are international, guys. For a while, there was a, there was scaffolding down the road outside a corner shop. I started every run down this road, and every time I was forced to run underneath the scaffolding, there were two to five men hanging around outside the shop on both sides of the scaffolding. So I had to run through the very narrow gap between them. I assume they were like the builders yeah, but this, involved you know what, in the scaffolding. Yeah, this sounds like to me. Have you seen the video for Dancing in the Street with David Bowie and Mick Jagger? Yeah, That's what I saw that. Like five builders <laughs> on each side of the scaffolding, just getting ready for her to run through. And they just like twizzle around. Woo! Is she sure it wasn't a music video? Uh, well, whatever I wore, they would stare as I ran past and make me feel uncomfortable. We've all been there. Well, I said we've all been there. We probably have. I definitely haven't. Last year, I bought some new shorts. They are very short and tight, but I needed them for the pockets. My partner pointed out I was going to get more stairs, but I said I didn't care because the shorts are so comfy. Then I bought a sports bra and I specifically picked it because it has a phone pocket. Where? Nikki has a lot of pockets. Um, some of them have them like at the back, which I don't understand because I my arms are not flexible nah. enough to reach down. That's to like get... people that have a quiver for their poles. Not yeah, gonna happen, like... mate. I'm gonna stab myself yeah. in the back or in my head. Hmm, interesting. But it also has more coverage, so I thought I could wear it without a t-shirt. Maybe the phone pocket is like on the chest bit. Anyway. I went out for a run in only these shorts and bra for the first time, feeling pretty self-conscious with my tummy hanging out, but it was hot. I got the usual stairs outside the corner shop, but ignored it and carried on. A while later, a 50-year-old man called out to me. Of course, my instinct was to ignore him and keep running. But then, after he got ahead, he slowed down and looked towards me again. So the 50-year-old man was also running. I paused my music, ready to tell him to fuck off. Isn't that so, like, that is just, like, the go-to, though, isn't it? That is the go-to response. Yeah, it's it like, is. I'm going to get harassed. faster or, th yeah. 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 But, it, but it turned out he was on a business trip and had gone for a run without his phone and got lost. 
I gave him directions, which happened to be the direction I was running in. And he politely asked if I minded him running with me. We ran and chatted. Turns out we have some things in common in our jobs. And it was a very positive experience for a run when I'd been a bit nervous about what I was wearing and getting unwanted attention. Anyway, obviously, harassment is generally a massive problem. But I thought I'd share this unexpected positive experience. Thank you again and all the best. What happened to the builders? Well, they're still pervy. Are they still well, there? Yeah, they were staring. Um, but yeah, a nice, a nice positive experience where we don't have to get ranty. We don't have to get on our high horses. Don't you think it's it's just annoying though that you get you get yourself like a nice new, a nice new outfit and then you have to worry about people fucking perving on you? It's sad. Isn't and it? also, I know like, blokes don't have to do that. No, I know. I've just said as well a nice positive experience. We don't have to get ranty, but I'm going to get a little bit ranty. Isn't it funny that we have to say well done that man to that fifty year old man? Congratulations. For being a normal human. Congratulations <laughs> for not harassing her. Brilliant. Well done. That's uh, good. Yeah, that's good. Well done, you. Phew. <laughs> Lucky for that. But yes, one. Nikki, well done for sharing that for a nice positive experience. And also, like I'm thinking we'll probably get to chat about this more um when the weather is not so fucking bleak. Um have you had snow oh, today? Yeah, been great. It was it was it settled for a little bit. Me and Pickle went out. She loves the snow, so she was like, she runs along yeah. with her mouth open, scooping it up like a digger. Um, it's very oh. sweet, and she was the time of her life. But now it's turned into that brown grey colour, which I like to call Lush. disappointing Christmas. That's what the colour is called. Disappointing mm. Christmas, and it's rubbish. And I've got to get up and go to a run tomorrow early, and I know it's going to be icy as fuck. Oh, I've literally got my spikes. Well. You might be surprised because I think it's actually going to get really mild overnight tonight. So I don't know if it'll freeze. Oh, that'd you be might good. be okay. That'd be good. Um, no, I was going to say we'll probably talk about it more when the weather is not so bleak and horrible. But we'll talk about like uh, just running in sports bras. I'm just going to leave that. I love there. running in a sports leave bra. That nugget there. Mm, that's going to be a good there. conversation because I like running in sports yeah. bras. Yeah. All right, that is all we've got time for, kids. Oh, why about it? But I've had so much fun. It has been really fun. It has been good fun. What are you doing with your weekend? This weekend, I'm on a very long-ass flight to a different country. Oh, I wonder what that would be like with a baby in your belly. Maybe they'll upgrade you. Try that. Oh, do you know, that's probably a good idea. And also, I'm flying solo. So, flying solo. I'm flying solo. Solo. Flying solo. Flying solo. I'm gonna go up and ask for an upgrade because I got a baby in my belly. Fly solo. Fly solo. Fly solo. Fly solo. Jason, um, what Jason Derulo would have wanted. Try that line as well. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm flying to Bahrain for a week of sunshine mm. and fun times. What are you up to? This I week? am going to go for some runs. What a surprise. Anywhere nice? Yes, what a surprise. I'm Anywhere going new? to Hel- Helmsley, which is between somewhere between me and the Lake District. Yes. For a little 20-miler with my baby girl. Pickles going got Canny Cross meet up on Sunday morning with my friend Lemonade. Her friend Lemonade. She's got a dog friend called Lemonade who she loves. Nice. Lemonade and Trevor, but Trevor's naughty. Yes, Pickle. And um, that's it, really. And then my life turns into a what is known technically as a shit show where I no longer have any time at the weekends and every weekend's taken up doing something oh i hate those days those weeks those months those times that's a that's a life a lifetime now yeah it's a lifetime i've just got a quick question for you i just i i'm not i'm not accusing you of being geographically challenged but did you say you're going to helmsley Mm. is that not just on the cusp of the north york moors yes 
That's not it's between, between me. It's between me and the Lake District. It's it's mm, it's just like above you. Yeah, but that's but the Lake District is above above me. So Kirsty lives in the Lake District, and I live here, and halfway is Helmsley. Okay, ish. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Halfway up the top a little bit. See, okay. you know where I live? It's like I live on the east side of Yorkshire. I'm east Yorkshire. East side. East side. East side to the west side. Low ride in the... High rise. God. Right, I think we ought to just stop here. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's 9pm. It's time for... Bed. The Apprentice, which is not why I'm calling it on Instagram, but it is time for The Apprentice. Okay. I love you. Speak to you later. Oh, I love you too. Have a great weekend and I will catch you very soon. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.